Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com, forward slash Steve Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to the little bell next to the subscribe button, Larson. Make sure you hit that. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, so why would you, I need to hit it? You always get, well, I'm just, you know, the, the universe, the no. friendoverse. Make sure they do it. I feel like you're talking directly to me. Well, oh God, it's going to be one of those days immediately. Immediately. I texted you, you son of. I text you this morning and I ask you, I took the time out to say, do you want an egg white delight or a McGriddle? Yeah. And you're already doing this? This is already happening well, right I now? I told you why. The first thing I said when I walked in this morning was say, hey, thanks. I appreciate the offer. But I had just gotten home from uh, dropping off one of my kids at school. And I had to brush my teeth before coming into work because I don't want a stinky mouth for the whole work day. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't want McDonald's glorious McGriddle to taste like toothpaste. Yeah. It was a waste of your money. This well, is I the said, uh, I'm good. This is the NXT show, so I can I can shoot a little bit here. All right. Uh, understanding that I was about to go to McDonald's because I don't have any eggs in the fridge this morning. Uh-huh. I didn't want my uh, breakfast to taste like toothpaste either. I didn't brush my teeth this morning. <laughs> I usually do. I usually do. I totally usually do. This morning I said, I don't want uh, some uh, crest smelling or some crest tasting uh, 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 food. So I'm just going to go without this morning. I'm going to go medieval. No, you're not going to go without this morning. You're going to go without all day. Uh, you're well, going to have an opportunity to brush your teeth. The end, until... of the, the end of the night, yeah. I'll, I'll do it at the end of the night. So, yeah. You're going to go all day without Yeah, you extrapolated. Teeth. That's correct. Yeah. The rest of the day. True. Doesn't your but, mouth feel disgusting? Nah, yeah. I'm okay. Like if I if I go like if I don't brush it, like I I wouldn't be able to sleep tonight if I didn't do it before I went to bed. But no, I don't. You're you you you're way too sensitive with stuff. You're always like, oh, if well, you don't like do this, a, this, and this, I don't like you feel weird? Mouth. Yeah, me too. Most of the time. Like but, this morning, I had like two cups of coffee because I didn't get to sleep last night. Yeah. And after having that much coffee, I'm like, gosh, I need to brush my teeth. My mouth feels gross. Yeah. See, now that's that's abnormal. No, it's not. Yeah, that's abnormal. That's abnormal. No, I don't think it is. Your mouth should. I drink two cups every morning. I don't think my mouth feels gross. It doesn't feel well. Sorry, it doesn't feel gross. It doesn't feel like I want it to feel. It's got coffee aftertaste in it. I don't want that's that. some stuff up here, my friend. Anyways, uh, so moving on. I know now. I'm the gross guy. I know. Uh, so anyway, are you wearing the same clothes you wore yesterday? <laughs> no, man. I got them fresh and clean right now. I'm fresh and clean right now. I kind of. Am. I actually put on some jeans this morning. I got dolled up, except for the disgusting mouth. Except of mine. for the, the the gross feed hole. So disgusting. Anyways, it just Don't smells like that. coffee. Don't it smells do like that. coffee, man. Relax. Don't do that. Anyways, I'm gonna need more coffee later on, man. Joe R is here in chat. Wants to know how does Lacey feel about Steve going to bed without brushing? She would be mortified if I told if I told all you guys that. That's for sure. She'd be like, man, now I'm just married to like a you know to a, what, what's what's a good like dirty person. What's a good, what's an eloquent way of putting gross person? Unhygienic. Yeah, that's a good word. I feel like there's a better one out there, though. Anyways, uh, we're going to talk Filth monger. Thank you. Thank you. Filth monger. That should be uh, Black Panther's next villain. Instead of Killmonger, it's Filth monger. 
Just some dirty guy. Like, that sounds like hey. a, a W. Steve W. talent. Hey, Black Panther, how you doing? <laughs> w. C. W. W. Steve W. or W. C. W. W. Steve W. All right. Uh, we're also on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash. See, look at uh, Emmanuel Morris says, I have to brush my teeth after every meal. I think that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get all the food. That's, that's, that's excessive. Out of your teeth. That's excessive. That's that's excessive right so, there. Sorry, uh, Ricky Scurvy says the term you're looking for is Neanderthal. <laughs> exactly, see? And look what happened to them. They turned out fine, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, no, you know, here's the thing. There was a dude. There's, you know, I back when I used to work a normal job at uh, Washington, like, eight, like 15 years ago, Washington Mutual, before when there was a Washington Mutual. Yeah. Uh, I worked in Who did a, they get bought by? Bank of America? Chase. Chase. Oh, Chase. Okay. Yeah, same bank I'm at now. Uh I worked in a, a big old building with many floors and many people, right? And uh, my particular floor had a lot of people on it. There was only one guy, one guy after lunch, every single day he'd be in there brushing his teeth and it grossed me out. I'm like, this isn't yeah, your I'm personal cool. bathroom, bro. Cool. I, don't, I don't brush my teeth in public. I do it so, in the bathroom. I mean, unless you want me brushing my teeth at the sink back there. That's... Ideally, no. There's a bathroom downstairs you can use. Well, then you're just getting No, poop. I'm not. I'm you're not, getting other people's I'm not poop advocating particles. for you to brush your teeth. I don't brush my teeth after every meal. That's too much. Yes, yeah, it's way too much. But I think you're, that's kind I of think, what you're supposed to do. Isn't there something that says like you could be rubbing the enamel off your teeth? Yeah, you can overbrush. Excessively, you yeah. can damage your gums brushing too much. Mm-hmm. No bueno. I'm pretty sure I probably brush too much. I think it's somebody's birthday today. I think it's Stevie Brad. It's the Enforcer's Stevie, birthday. The Enforcer's today. birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, it. Enforcer. Uh, let's see here. The Enforcer, Stevie Bradley. Can I get a birthday shout out today on the show? Yes. Yes, Enforcer. Happy oh, birthday. Man, he's like the best, the best flipping friendo. Um. So, anyways. Uh, oh yeah, Patreon. Today's the 28th. It's the last day of February. February's a very short month, and uh, we got a couple new oh, yeah, patrons. Today's the last day to do. Check it out, man. Listen, you want things I'll be getting these out in the next couple in the next over the next week or two. Usually I try to get it out before the end of the month. I got all the domestic, all the United States care packages from January sent out already. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do need to do the internationals, though. Gotcha. Um, But uh, I'm going to get on that this week. Hold on. Before you do that, Tim Spulock here says, please shout out uh, Elisa Spulock. 12 year anniversary on Sunday. Happy anniversary. Oh, my 12 years with Tim Spulock. That sounds like a nightmare. Wow. Holy moly. That sounds horrifying. Uh, yeah, man, that's a track. That's like, that's like a couple stints in Nam right there. Uh, anyways, uh, how long, how long have you and Lacey been together since the inception of your relationship? Since two, we met, uh, it's been 10 years. Okay. It'll be 10 years in October. All right. Yeah. 16 for me. Yeah. Oh, nightmare. Nightmare for our wives. Yeah. No, I am a nightmare. For <laughs> I'm not singling you out, dude. It's all right. No, I'm a handful. nightmare for our wives. I'm a though. real pain in the ass to deal <laughs> you with. You can imagine. So the stuff that Lacey comes home with comes home with about you after she hangs out with your wife. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. It's a shock that Dave would put up with me. It really is. Uh, at the $20 Patreon mark, look at that Friendo Care package. You get our stupid faces on stickers. Yeah, why would you want that? The OG, <laughs> the OG going in raw logo. You got an OG postcard. Uh, and then a double-sided poster with Top Notch and Mech Santa. You know, the next Friendo Care, I start work on the next comic book for like the Friendo Care package part two. Yeah. Uh, no, Tyler Riley is going to be a dad. Congratulations. You dumb bastard. I mean, congratulations. Congratulations. You also get a comic book. Uh, the next poster, it's going to be the ultimate test. It's going to be double-sided. It's going to be Steve on one side, Larson on the other. So you oh, can, wow. You can't have both of us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're going to do that. <laughs> uh, and then we're also going to do an 8 by 10 a signed eight by ten instead of a postcard. It sounds kind of corny. I know it is, but everybody did like those nerds over at Wrestle Talk do it. They mm. they have eight by tens. Mm. We're gonna do it. Uh, we got a couple new patrons here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Julie Slattery, uh, a founding father of the M H A Disco Dick Dan. It's quite a name. That is quite the name. Michael Crosby, Marcus Evans, and uh, Brandon Ford. Uh, Thank you all. Yeah, get your pledges in by tonight if you want that $20, if you want that comic book. You can also get your questions on Matt Chat. Indeed. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. Awesome stuff. Best anyway, stuff. Let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about, uh, what are we talking about today? Oh, hey, there's a new fun wrestling in a, yeah. in a new W. Steve W. as well. Yeah. Mine is a Wrestle Death recap. It is a recap. I did a Fallout recap episode. Yeah. It's got two new matches. Which, are, if I remember correctly, are both pretty short. Yeah, correct. The entire episode is 23 minutes. It's pretty short. Uh, and I have the finishes of all the matches for WrestleDeath. 
and then two new matches. It's very exciting. And then what happens in fun wrestling, Larson? Um, Give we, us a, a tease. Huge, there's a huge announcement uh, from Fun Haas. Um, pretty huge uh, show happening next. Oh, we have the mm. calendar up there. Your first big live show. Yeah, first pay-per-view. Although yep. it's not pay-per-view. It's a special live event. Yeah. Wrestling man. Fun Limited happening next Tuesday. Exciting stuff. And then next Friday is going to be We Book Fastlane. Yeah. So got a excited. packed week of gaming content next week. Absolutely. And I'm going to be gone Monday. I got to get. I do a bunch of prep work today. Yeah, I got to figure out if I'm going to Alex Jones it or if I'm going to call somebody and bring him in. I don't know. We'll or if you just out. wait, I can come in later in the afternoon. I can't. Back. It's not going to work, man. Because you give me, give me a bunch of, I don't know, maybe I'll be able to get in by XYZ time. And I, I got should, a kid sitting there I waiting for me I should be able to get school. in by 3.15. Then we're done by later than when I need to pick up my kid. All right. So well. not going to happen. All right. Uh, anyways, NXT kicked off with Johnny Gargano promo. Yeah, he came out. He seemed to have a quite a, he had a pep in his step because he just lost that North American title the previous week. Well, he feels at home in Full Sail. Those Full Sail guys, they'll, uh, guys and gals. <laughs> I think we're sort of discovering... I don't know if it's a problem necessarily because there's pros and cons to it. Uh huh. But because it's a crowd that sort of they get, they, I think they develop just a more a closer relationship with the wrestlers who are there for a while. Mm-hmm. More, much more so than I think just watching on TV and watching a live show once a year. Yes. You know. Um, and so, kind of like regardless of how do I put this, regardless of what's of where storylines take these wrestlers. The full sale crowd, because they're so they're they're savvy. They, I don't know. I'm sure they're like legit responses to like the storyline beats after people have been there for such a long time. You know, it's it's more like they they sort of you know, they sort of like wink. It's like a wink and a nudge with that crowd. It's not like a legit reaction. I don't think. Uh, I felt like it was a legit reaction when uh, Tommaso Ciampa came out and his theme was chorus of booze. And there was that older lady in the front row that was... Yeah, but that wouldn't happen now. If he came out with no music, he wouldn't get a chorus of booze. Well, not now because he's been there for a year doing awesome work. People so know. Yeah, people just like these guys too much. Yeah, I know. Like it's they part can't, of it. Yeah, they can't... I don't know. It's Although, like, it's like, it's like going to a play when you're friends with all the actors. Forgotten Sons seem to get a pretty legit response. Yeah, that's going to be the litmus test. Yeah. If they're around for like two years. And they still say, we'll say forgotten. Like Aaliyah, she's a heel, right? Yeah. But the crowd just wants her to do well because she's been there for she's so been there long. Yeah, I know. And so they're like, they're just like cheering every chance they can with her. And it's not, I'm not criticizing it. It's just a different dynamic. It is a different dynamic. You know? Does so, that ever happen in the Impact Zone when Impact was taping there all the time? No, because they were all tourists. <laughs> They didn't care. Maybe the three people in the front row. Yeah, maybe. The three people are always there in the front row. That, it, what are you doing over there? The sticker wants to come off. It doesn't want to do anything. There it's not, go. oh, that's going to bug you. Anyways, Can continue. you get it? Can you get it? Yeah. You got some like little jizz there. There you go, pal. It's the adhesive. Anyway, he says he lost the belt, still feels like champion, but losing made him realize, realize that he doesn't. I made no one will survive. It's Tommaso Ciampa. He comes down the ring and he, he says, in short, Johnny, we're better together. It's taken you a year and a half to realize this, even though he was the one, Tommaso Ciampa, that broke up DIY. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ciampa goes on an extended pitch session to Johnny about reforming DIY for Dusty Classic. Oh, oh, oh hold on, Karen. Karen's getting offended here. No, we don't. Like five guys cheer for Aaliyah. I don't know, man. I kind of get a vibe from that crowd. I know you're there in person, so you know way more than I do. Yeah. And I, I respect that. I'm just saying, I kind of feel like Aaliyah gets some cheers. I think it's more than five guys. If it's five guys, it's, like, it's that dude that's like super vocal and oh, the, four other the, super the, vocal Super guys. tall guy in the front row? I think so. Maybe. Um, end of which Ciampa extends his hand saying let's do this let's get back together for Dusty Classic Johnny shakes it uh, DIY has reformed they are in Dusty Classic looking to win the whole thing crowd starts chanting DIY yeah getting so, uh, Johnny a uh, uh, title back so they're back um, after that backstage interview with Ricochet man that jacket he had the bow tie he looks like oof. he was going to prom oof like a fancy prom spectacular not a yeah, yeah spectacular yeah, I like that he was able to reference that they were on main roster because God, who knows when this was filmed? The day after they were on SmackDown. Okay, all right. So well, the first week because Johnny referenced it too. Ah, okay. And so did Champa. They all referenced it. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, Ricochet saying, you know, I think Alistair and I make a pretty solid team. Uh, I'm gonna talk to Regal and get us in this Dusty Classic business. Yeah, that was good. And we cut to outside Full Sail. Gargano and Champa are exiting the venue. And who's standing out there waiting for him? Woo! 
Candace LeRae. Angry wife. Oof. Man, oh man. So Ciampa scurries off. Did you know? <laughs> yeah, did you notice Gargano's uh, posture immediately slouched? Yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, no, trust me. And he's like, you better not mess, the, you better not screw up this time. And then she walks off. Yeah. It's funny because you can tell, like, their chemistry when they're supposed to be mad at each other is not great. Um, they don't really come off. But, like, because. But, but Giant knows all the beasts to hit to communicate that. <laughs> yeah. You know, when she walks off, he runs after her. Yeah. You know, when, <laughs> when he's getting the, the, the death glare from his wife, he knows, yeah. you know, to kind of sulk a little bit. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, it, it is it is kind of annoying though. Every time we see Candace, I don't see her wrestling. She's being angry. I wife. see her nagging Johnny Gargano. Come yeah, on, no, man, give me no. a break. She's great. Give me a break. Let her wrestle more. Uh, first wrestling action of the night was Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah taking on Tanara Conchi and Zaya Lee. Uh, yeah, I, I cool. actually really like Tanara. Uh, me too. I, I think, think she's, she's really coming along pretty quickly. I think she's good. I love Zia Lee. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Vanessa Bourne. Yeah, it was a decent little match. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. The finish was a little weird. I actually turned away for the finish. Aaliyah does like a swinging neck breaker, and I think it's supposed to land on Vanessa Bourne's knee, like a back breaker, ah. which is creative, but it just came off a little clunky. Uh-huh. Yeah. So maybe a little more repetition, they can get it down. In theory, it sounds cool, and I described that. It sounded like it could be pretty cool, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. This, it seemed a little off. And then they won with it. I'm like, oh, okay. That's yeah, their finish. I, I turn around, and the rep Match is, is over. So, yeah. So, yeah, Vanessa Bourne pins Ailey after that neckbreaker, backbreaker combo type deal. After that, we had Velveteen Dream lurking around. He was uh, on his way doing something, and uh interview guy with camera came up to him. Asking about the Velveteen experience with North American champion. Do you want to know about the North American experience now? And then, undisputed era roll up on him, and they just start giving him the business. Larson. Call them Velveeta Dream. <laughs> they're like, uh, uh, what was that? Remember uh, when you were a kid? I know you watched your fair share of classic TV, which when we were kids is literally from the fifties. Mm. Now classic TV is like you know Barney from the nineties, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or from the nineties exactly. It's the Wonder Years, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, remember uh, Beaver Cleaver? What was mm-hmm. that show? What was that called? Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to Beaver. Who was the villain in that? Eddie. Eddie Haskell. Eddie Haskell. He's got, it's like four Eddie Haskells. Yeah, pretty much. He's giving people the business, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, they start giving him the business. Yeah, Adam Cole specifically saying, I want that North American title back. Uh, Dream. More he less, says, no soul. a lot of big words coming from a little man. Because he does kind of tower over all four yeah, of them. Yeah, he's tall. The Dream's got to be at least, what, 6'3"? Yeah, he's a tall dude. And the other guys are not. They're all about 5'10". Yeah. Uh, and so uh, he leaves them pretty upset because he gets the last word, walks away, and they're like, whoo. Yeah. It's funny because... Like, well, then uh, Adam Cole gives the interviewer guy the business. Says, Why are you talking to him? You should be talking to me. Oh, I know. Yeah. He's salty. He's super salty. Bobby Fish cracks me up, though, because he just stands there and he just like... Every- he tries to get a word in, but everybody talks over him. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's the most awkward thing. He really doesn't. It's funny because he fits amazingly because of, you know, Redragon. But, like, he doesn't fit with the rest of them. He seems like the dad of the group. Yeah, they're all doing frat boy stuff, and he's like the the dad. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Or, he's the guy who enrolled in college late but still wanted to be in part of the fraternity. Yes. Exactly. So they're all in their early 20s. And, and he's at the same mid-30s. time, he looks like and talks like uh, an old-timey guy. Yeah. He kind of has the an old-timey inflection yeah, in bit, his voice. A little bit. It's great. Uh, after that, Kathy Kelly's outside Regal's office. She says, inside, Regal is finalizing the Dusty Classic bracket. She hears a commotion down the hallway. Her and the cameraman give chase, um, and it's Bianca Belair and Io Shirai arguing in the hallway about who should be next in line. Yeah, man. Take on Shayna Baszler. Yeah, they're going at it. And then one of the coaches, was it uh, Sarah? Yeah, I think it was, uh, was it Sarah? Sarah Amato. Who's the other one? Uh, Serena Deep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when they're when they're, I think, Deep. I, think, I think it was Serena D. Yeah, when they're not facing the camera, I can't really tell who it is. I can't, kind of can, but you know, it kind of looks similar. Uh, after that, we had, uh, oh man, dude, this freaking match! It's pretty cool, man. Holy crap! These two guys have really good chemistry. I am terrified whenever Dijakovic, top Dij- notch, Dijakovic, Dijakovic. Let's call him top notch. I can't get used to that. So it was top notch, Dominic Dijakovic. Versus Keith Lee. Yeah. 
Uh, what do you think of Keith Lee's? I, I hadn't heard, I didn't notice his entrance music. Before. Oh, he's that. He's that for a little while. Has he? Okay. Yeah, it's a lot more up tempo than the one he had previously. Yeah. The other one was too mellow for someone. Yeah. Who was, who was Is that him singing on this? Oh, I didn't notice that. Kind of sounds like it might be. It sounds like a guy like. So I had this friend back back at Washington Mutual like I was talking about before, John Martin, uh, and my friend Dylan comes to me and is like, "Hey, dude, if you ever close, if you ever listen to a Tool song." And close your eyes and listen to Maynard sing. Yeah. And imagine that it's John Martin singing. It totally fits, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah. So when I think of the the the, the male vocals in Keith Lee's theme song, and I close my eyes and I imagine him doing it, it fits. Maybe. Huh. I never thought about that because I didn't notice that. Because I feel like uh, Keith Lee would have like a velvety baritone. He's got like a pretty deep voice. And he's kind of got a melodic uh, way of talking as it is. Yeah. And yeah, but I kind of feel like deep. it's I feel like it's kayfabe deeper than it actually is. I just get that feeling that he sort of puts on a voice like this. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestle dude says Keith Lee is singing his theme. I think he also sung a little of Mia Yim's. That's what the wrestle dude said. <laughs> Are you serious? Is that yeah. source? Julie Slattery saying new music is Keith singing. It's on Spotify. <laughs> nice. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. That makes me very happy. Um. That's great, man. You know they got big plans for you when they let you sing yeah, on your own so. theme song. I hope so. Keith Lee's remarkable as this match is a testament to. Dude, okay, so my only issue with this, and I know it's going to be part of his, his moveset, I get freaked out every time that big, tall, top-notch does that moonsault because I just get images of Sid in my head mm-hmm. of those little ankles of his just snapping. I imagine he's done that a lot more than Sid ever done any move off the second I, rope. I think you're. I think you're totally right about that. Doesn't stop me from getting freaked yeah, out. The match this starts, was such a fun yeah, match. Yeah, it started with a bunch of one-upmanship and it kind of culminated in, in uh, top-notch trying to flip Keith Lee over. Keith Lee lands on his feet. Mm-hmm. They do a, a, a couple shots that's reminiscent of the Kota Bushi will Osprey bit and lead up to uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Um, great stuff. And then it starts getting more physical. Top-notch hits Keith Lee with choke slam. Lee kiss, kicks out. Lee hits top-notch with a devastating, ridiculous spine buster, almost a choke slam. Yeah. Top notch kicks out, and then uh, uh, top notch kicks Keith Lee off the apron, lays him out with a moon salt. That bit where they ended up backing up into the corner, but mm-hmm. top notch, <laughs> it was weird. Like Keith Lee just sort of like popped him up, like just from a. Oh yeah, he's yeah, right yeah. in front of him. Oh, so the power bomb, and yeah, then yeah. he gets popped up into power bomb position. I know it's crazy, and even more, I was like, oh whoa, whoa what was that? I know. Oh man, I was like, oh. That, how do they do that? Because they're so big. I know. God, it, this is such a fun. It was just a PWG match. This is so much fun. It was like a teaser for a PWG match. Yeah. Hopefully they uh, get to have a match at TakeOver. Really show off what they can do. Oh, I, dude, I'd love it. I wonder, I really kind of am curious as to what. Number one, I've never heard a, a Donovan Dijak promo. I've never heard one. I have no idea. They push his Croatian ancestry quite a bit. Um, is he going to have an accent? Does he have an accent? He didn't in the vignettes they heard before. Oh, you're right. That's right. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. Right on, that's good. I feel like it's going to be over the top and a little cheesy. I'm just kind of curious what uh, yeah, what kind of character stuff they're going to they're mm-hmm. give him. Mm-hmm. What kind of story are they going to put him in mm-hmm. with Keith Lee beyond just big dude versus big dude? Who can put on good matches. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I want to see a little bit of character yeah, stuff. Yeah, same. Um, anyways, match ends in a double count out after that uh, moonsault. Uh, we're going to get more of this for sure. Next, Regal tweets. Taking a booking notes from We Book Raw that uh, Io Shirai and Bianca Belair will have a match in two weeks. Winner of that match will get Shayna at Takeover New York. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, Sasha Banks and Bailey return home, Whoa. full sail. Yeah, that was crazy. With those women's tag team championships, come down the ring, drop the promo, talk about how great it's to be back. It all started there in NXT for them. Um, talk about a no. Talk about a, a full sail crowd that was totally on man. Yeah. Uh, I, I could up. just imagine what it would be like to be there. Sasha's friggin' Tron and music hits. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And then Bailey right after that. Oh, it's fantastic. And this is the kind of thing that I think can be really, really effective. Um, number one. So somebody tweeted at me, who was it? Was it Russell dude? I don't know. Somebody said that, uh, Sean Ross Sapp said on his, on Fightful's podcast, whatever he has going on that, uh, and I haven't, I have not verified this at all that Fox apparently wants their own roster. Hmm. And so any notion of the brand split being, you know, a, a thing of the past is probably not legit. So I, I, again, I did not verify that. I don't know. 
But but I could see how this kind of, if you keep the brands essentially the way they are, but where it works, where it applies. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I think that they could do the same thing with, uh, I mean, honestly, so many, all three divisions really could have their own women's uh, mid-card title. Yeah. Um, but to have like, I don't know, another cross brand belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, man, I think it'd be great. I really do because things like this are so special and so interesting. Mm-hmm. And as long as you utilize them correctly and where they should be, um, you know, I think it could work really, really well. Yeah. You just don't want to do it all the time. No. Uh, so yeah, uh, they said they are here and they want to have a match, uh, I they mean, want to defend those titles on Raw, on SmackDown, in NXT. Yeah, I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and I really want to see... Uh, I know that Io Shirai should be challenging for that women's title. I get that. And oh, Sky, I would love that. Sky Pirates versus Sasha and Bailey would be spectacular. I, I mean, honestly, I'd kind of... I'd, I'd maybe kind of prefer that, you know? Like, especially if they did it... I, I don't know if... They, I mean, they're in NXT saying this. You would think they would use the NXT platform to have the match, yeah. But I don't know. It's a, that's yeah. kind of a big match, yeah. Um, that is funny. That's totally non-news right there. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, the, you know what kind of match we'd get if it was a takeover, and that to me is kind of everything. You know, to have like a twenty-five minute, thirty long, thirty-minute long match, yeah, between Sasha and Bailey and Sky Pirates. That'd be a spectacular. That'd be killer. Have it on a takeover too. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. <clears throat> That's what I was saying. Yeah. But yeah, because we wouldn't, get, we wouldn't get 25 to 30 minutes on. Uh, no. On. Yeah. Probably That's not. what I was saying. Uh, and after that main event, really good match between Mia Yim and Shayna Baszler. Um, did a hell of a job telling the story here in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mia came out on fire immediately. Um, kind of leads to her and Shayna on the outside of the ring. Uh, she sets up Shayna. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. What? Karen and Chat uh, was talking about um, Izzy. <laughs> how, how, how Bailey had to uh, uh, calm Izzy's nerves about Sasha being there. She's like, no, she's okay now because Sasha made her cry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Mia Yim stomps Shayna's hands on the ring step. She tries to follow up with a kick. Shayna moves. Mia kicks those ring steps. So the whole story of the rest of the match is Mia's leg versus uh, Shayna's hand. My freaking leg was hurting after this match, yeah, man. man. They did such a good job. Shayna Mia Yim, went to town. She did such a good job selling that stuff. Working on that leg. And yeah, Mia did a great job selling it. Um, at one point, Shayna puts Mia in the, the clutch. And then Mia grabs Shayna's hand and kind of like twists it to break the hold. Um uh, and then Shayna transitions to a heel hook, and then uh, Mia gets to the ropes. Um, and then the finish saw Shayna once again put Mia in the clutch. Mia tries to grab the hand again. This time Shayna uses her legs to trap Mia's arms against her body so she mm-hmm. could grab the hand, and Mia had to tap out. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good Really stuff. good match. Pretty spectacular. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was awesome. Um, 
it's funny because you know these people are like best friends, <laughs> so it it cracks me I up. I think to see. Shayna helped train Mia when she decided. When I guess the story, from my understand, is Mia used to be more of a high flyer, broke her leg, mm. and then tried to adapt her style. Oh, and Shayna helped her. I think so. Do that. Learn oh, more about submission wrestling. Yeah, I know those two and Jessamine. I think up until maybe they still are roommates. Mm. Um, so it's funny to see them all like tweeting at each other and stuff. Because, yeah. you know, they're probably next to each other cracking up watching yeah, exactly. TV or whatever. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got NXT UK. Thank God. I hope this is the last one shot from Phoenix because it loses everything when that's the case. I think there's one, maybe one you more. You think there might be one more? Be one more. They shot three episodes. Isn't this the third one? Maybe it was. I don't know. I remember. This is, I think, the my favorite of the batch so yeah. far, though. Yeah, because the, the wrestling was the best. We got Cassius Ono versus Walter. Yeah, Hoss oh, fight. Oh, man. That was cool. That was really cool. Tyler Bate versus Jack Gallagher was fun. <laughs> and that was a really fun match. How come Jack Gallagher doesn't wrestle like that on 205 Live? I don't know. Bugs the crap out of me. Every time he has a match in anywhere other than 205 Live, I know. I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty enjoyable. I know. Doesn't do that on 205 Live. The thing about him is that he seems to enjoy coming up with new, thi- new mm-hmm. ways to wrestle in that very odd, charming style of his. Yeah. The, you know, old-timey funny guy yeah. style. Yeah. And it's it's great. It's yeah. so much fun. I'd actually love to see him on UK like permanently. Yeah, you know, I think he'd make a great. It seems addition like his there. matches are far more inspired. Yeah, this is just this is just all technical wrestling. Mm-hmm. There's that great sequence towards the end where they did kind of like the rolling uh, pin attempts, mm-hmm. seemingly for a minute straight. Yeah, and Drake was down there trying to count the pinfalls. Pretty comedic. Yeah, it's funny. I love that stuff. I like when Tyler Bate gets to fight guys that are his size. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy, I enjoy. I enjoy it either way. I enjoy when he gets in there and he does feats of strength against giant men. Yeah. But when he gets a chance to like really mix it up with a dude that's smaller like him, mm-hmm. I, I freaking love it. I think it's great. Part of me wondered that Tyler Bate wrestled a lot that weekend. Mm-hmm. He was in the World's Collide tournament. Yeah. So maybe he's like to, went to Jack and goes, "Let's do a match with a whole, not a whole lot of bumps in it." Yeah. Let's just do a lot of old timey funny stuff. And it was good. It was really good. Yeah, in the end, really Tyler Bate won with a roll up following that series of kind of rolling roll ups around the ring. Um, after that, we go to the uh, UK Performance Center. They're running drills. Jordan Devlin comes out of nowhere and attacks Travis Banks. See, and that's right. This episode did feature more. So there's like a Ligero phone, iPhone promo. Eddie or an Dennis Eddie one. Dennis one. There was this thing. So <clears throat> as my voice gives out. So, yeah, it did. It mixed it up a little bit more. I think that's why I like it. There was more going more. on, yeah. Plus that main event was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, next, there's a Nina Samuels vignette. Nina, uh, The Nina Samuels show is coming. Yeah, that's good. Felt mm-hmm. like they could have invested a little bit more money in the in like the, the cards with the words on it. Oh man, I didn't. I don't remember that. Yeah, like the edges were not sharp. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's it's not NXT UK, but it's not production problems, man. Or it's not like Amateur Hour with yeah, some of weird. some of the production has to be a little Amateur Hour. Yeah, it was a little off. Crap! Now I want to know what you're talking about. So you know, like during the, the 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 video package, there'll be just words that show up on the screen. Yeah, sure. And the edges on the on the text what weren't sharp. Wasn't a sharp line. Were they like pixelated or something? A little bit. Really? Yeah. That's it so seemed odd. like they they weren't vector graphics, <clears throat> and they made them really small, mm-hmm. and then blew them up. Oh yeah, that's. Ugly. But it was more more so just the edges. That's weird. Man. I don't know if you'll notice it on your phone though, because it can be small. I was watching on my TV last night, and it was Let's really noticeable. Here. Um, next, we had an Eddie Dennis iPhone promo. Mm-hmm. So I, I was writing down something else, and did he say that he it just got injured? He's he, talking about tearing his pec muscle, or he was injured previously. No, that was the previous thing. No, okay, so I did hear it correctly. Oh, he's got the weird. He's got the. His voice has so much character, and it doesn't match him at all. He said, like, his voice is so, like, it's manic. I don't know about manic. Like,. He's like teetering on the edge. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like. And I love it. But then he looks like the dude who's, we've said this he before. He looks like a headmaster because that's what he did. He, well, he looks like, a head, but he also looks like rec league guy. Yeah. Like he's doing <clears throat> intramural pro wrestling. This came after the Jordan Devlin thing. Yeah. Okay. Gee, was, that was a long ass match. Yeah, it was a long match. Well, it's a... Okay. Well, oh my God, you're right. No, I can totally tell. Yeah. It's weird, huh? It's like It's like it was on a card with like. It was like they didn't do them as uh, as uh, transparent backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they had to key out the background. They had to key out the background. And so there might have been some bleed from the text to the to the black or white background. I love the shot of Walter in these uh, stills for uh, Matt. You know, match coming up next week. Him yeah, versus yeah, yeah. Or whatever or next. 
because Walter just looks, uh, Walter looks perpetually put out Mm -hmm. or confused. Mm -hmm. No, put out. He looks inconvenienced. He looks inconvenienced. His little tiny, like his mouth and nose and eyes are all scrunched up together. Let's talk about Cassius Ono versus Walter. Quality Haas battle. Killer match, dude. God, it was just. Yeah, he looks look annoyed. That. Look at that. Just looks annoyed. like somebody farted next to him. Anyways, um, yeah, I was I was kind of happy that uh, Cassius. Uh, I was happy for him that his his ring attire includes a shirt, so mm-hmm. he didn't have to withstand any of those Walter chops. He took one. Yeah, one overhand one. They're really being uh, they're they're not really being terribly generous with Walter chops. No, get, like, they're they're one a match. They're you know, yeah, they're kind of meeting the mountain small doses yeah. so that when it, they're more effective, there's a chop assault probably yeah. on Pete, Peter Dune's chest at yeah. takeover. Yeah, it's Ooh. gonna be huge. You can't you can't give everybody hamburger chest, dude. No, I, I know. know how much you want that deep down. It's like you know, when I'm watching something, I just want action now. Yeah, I want chops. Yeah, I know. The Walter match, I want chops. He's got a great boot though. Yeah, he does have a good His boot. His boot's great. His powerbomb's great. His powerbomb's great. That's what he ended up winning with. Yeah. He, powerbomb. It's a, a hell of a powerbomb. Mm-hmm. It's also had plenty of stank on it, too. It'd be great if Ono stayed in the UK, too. Mm-hmm. He probably don't want to do that. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just like I just like, I like like when guys like move around and do different things. You know? Yeah, yeah. I really just want him on my main roster. I want him with Feebar. Mm-hmm. I want Ono with Feebar. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That'd be spectacular. I know. Uh, next, uh, Ligero iPhone promo. <laughs> He says, you know, Joseph Connor says, you know, uh, Ligero beating him the first time was a fluke. Let's have another match and figure that out. So that's happening next week. This is one of them dudes who just needs to let all his talking be done in the ring. Because, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't help. Maybe it'd help if he took the mask off. But he's not going to do that. No, that's his gimmick, man. That's his gimmick. But he just, his voice and his, his, his promos are just, it feels like a dude who's got to deal with it. Yeah, well, like the, the mask. Joseph Connor, if you want to talk about all these new toys of yours. The mask encumbers his ability to talk. Yeah. Like you can tell he can't talk normally because he's got that mask on. Yeah. Main event, only Lork and Danny Birch taking on grizzled young veterans. Grizzled. For the tag titles. This was a fun match. Grizzled Gave it plenty of time. Grizzled young veterans. Wayne Maker in chat said, Eddie Dennis is pants. I think that's an English term for not good. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he's he's a terribly huge fan of Eddie Dennis. No, he's not. I think he hates him, actually. I love Eddie Dennis because of all of his weird quirks. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, this is a really fun match. It's kind of what you'd expect. Uh, a couple of hard hitters against a couple of hard hitters. Yeah. Uh, uh, Birch kicked out of a ticket to ride. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, I don't think that's uncommon, though. <clears throat> but it wasn't those draping ones from the turnbuckle. Yeah. It was great. Only Lorcan hits a doomsday uppercut. Birch covers because he's a legal man. And then Gibson basically hits a Northern Light suplex on Lorcan onto Birch to break up the pinfall. Yeah. That was rough. There's this great spot where Only Lorcan has James Drake in a single leg crab. And then Gibson puts Birch and Shankly Gates in the Lorcan. Starts slapping the hell out of. They're all face to face. Slapping. And then Lorcan does think where he slaps a bunch of times, breaks that hold. Lurkin has some really good slaps. Yeah, man, he's got he's, great. Slaps. He's got. He's made sure to lock down the. He's you know he's got the market cornered on, on slaps. slaps. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lurkin and Birch hit their finish on James Drake, but then he kicks out, and that leads to Gibson and Drake hitting ticket to mayhem on Danny Birch. They win mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. successfully defend those tag team championships. Yeah, good match though. It's one of those things where you kind of know that when you know the outcome. It's really not. It all takes that. a lot. Of, it takes some of the trauma. A little out. bit, a little bit. But yeah. it was a fun match. I could watch both these teams go oh, quite a yeah. bit. Hell yeah! Uh, and then we have two hundred five live. Oh, yeah. A couple of really good matches here. We are in uh, this kicked tournament off mode. This kicked off the Buddy Murphy Invitational Tournament. Yeah, pretty much. He's that's on vacation. What, that's what he called it. While this whole thing was happening, even though when he was celebrating uh, Tony Nese's win, that was great. He was kind of over the top celebrating. Says, "Come here, production assistant. Come celebrate with me." Yeah, that was pretty fun. That was good. Anyways, stuff. first match, great match too. Kalisto versus Tony Nice. Um, before the match started, we got Lindsay Dorado Kalisto iPhone promo. Kalisto saying he wants back at Mania. He wants that cruiserweight title back. Sorry, Kalisto, not gonna happen. Yeah, not gonna happen. There was a couple nasty spots on this too. 
Boy, I think it'd be cool if they did a Tony Nias versus Buddy Murphy thing. It totally should be. It really should be. I it mean, totally Tony Nias wins, him and Buddy Murphy are celebrating, and then Buddy Murphy turns on him and exactly. just annihilates him. I think Tony Nias could be a pretty over face. I think he could be a killer face. Yeah. You know, I mean, as yeah. far as 205 Live is concerned. That should definitely be the direction they're going. I don't know if they will. Because Tony Nias can deliver in the ring, man. Yep. He can pretty much do it all. Yeah. Super athletic, strong as all get out. Body guy. Body guy. That wheelbarrow German suplex that he hit towards the end. Mm-hmm. Ow. Yeah. Oh, great. Ow. I, I was worried about Kalisto on the replay. I noticed that he t- made sure he tucked his chin, kind of lying on his shoulder more, squaring back of his head, man. man. They're but professionals. In real time, that looked like it was rough. Yeah, there was a there was a German suplex during the next match, the Drew Gulak versus Brian Kendrick. Yeah, it match. seemed like they actually uh, knock Brian Kendrick a little loopy. So mm-hmm. Drew Gulak had to kick him, kick out of the pin for him. Yeah, it seemed like. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Tony Nice won with the running niece. As I mentioned, backstage, Buddy Murphy was celebrating with PA. It was great. I, I find I like I'm kind of liking what they're doing with this Jack Gallagher Humberto Carrillo thing. Oh, I love this man. So they I, back, I love Humberto. I think he's fantastic. So they were backstage, and Jack Gallagher was on had an iPad showing uh, Humberto Carrillo what he did wrong last week. He said he yeah. did all this, and you could have inflicted the same amount of damage with a basic wrist lock. <laughs> right, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and even even so, I think it's been a while, so he's still getting used to it. But I think even Jack Gallagher seems to be enjoying what he's doing with Humberto Carrillo, mm-hmm. um, because like going back a couple weeks to his win against uh, Alince, I think it was, um, and he was all overwhelmed with joy just for having won a match. I, I feel like at that point, because they started doing the Humberto stuff, he sort of started, you know, mm-hmm. enjoying life a bit more. I kind of feel like he enjoys the character stuff of wrestling just as much as the wrestling stuff. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Mike and Maria Canales backstage with Drake Maverick. Um, they're trying to make a case to get a match or get in this tournament, and Drake says, well, next week you have a match. But he didn't say it was a tournament match mm. because it's not. Yeah. They announced later on there was two tournament matches next week, neither of which involved Mike Canales. Yeah. Well, well. He'll get into that tournament somehow. Yeah, or maybe. he won't. Or he I won't. Don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're scripting him week to week. And every week they're like, yeah, we're not going to pull the trigger on you getting any sort of redemption yet. So we're just going to keep on having you lose. And then it's up to you to cut promos on Twitter or, you know, whatever uh, to justify mm-hmm. why it's OK. Mm-hmm. You know, and then eventually it'll, we'll work it all out. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, so I'm going to get a win later. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure we'll it see. out. One yeah. way or the other. I mean, one way. If you're, you're, you'll be around here long <laughs> enough. At a certain point, you'll probably win the match. Exactly. We're not letting you go, so yeah. you're going to be here. Don't know if you have a story, but yeah. you'll lose. I'm sorry. Did you get paid this week? Okay, good. Direct right. deposit, $1,000 this week? Yeah, what do you worry about? What wins or losses for? <laughs> you're good. you got to win your bank account. And that's all that really matters. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Next main event, solid match. Drew Gulak versus the Brian Kendrick. This is hella technical to start, and it was great. Yeah, it was good. And then Gulak hits that German suplex. I'm like, ow. I, I, I showed that because Devin comes wandering in. And I'm like, what's up, dude? And I, I gave him my old phone because his phone is just awful. And uh, he was like, what are you watching? I'm like, he was like, so are they actually hurting each other? <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, well, like it's, it, it's scripted, but look at that. That hurt. And, and I showed it was just, it was just happened to be on the German suplex. And I'm like, oh, he looks a little rattled right there. He's like, yeah, it looked like it hurt. I'm like, Basically, every time these guys get into a match, it's like going through a minor car wreck or sometimes a major car wreck, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. explaining wrestling to my stepkid. Yeah. Match got a little more physical. Still t- plenty of awesome technical stuff. Uh, Kendrick managed to come to well enough that uh, he hits this really good dragon suplex on Drew. But Drew no-sells completely and lays out Brian with a lariat. Yeah. But then yeah, that was over. a good looking That was cool, yeah. Uh, Kendrick goes for <clears> sliced <throat> bread. Uh, Drew counters with the goo lock. Kendrick escapes. Transition, locks in Captain's hook. Uh, Drew escapes. Uh, he hits a power bomb, but then Kendrick kicks out. Uh, Kendrick goes for a roll-up. Gulak kicks out and then transitions immediately into the Gulak. That was a really cool segment. And then Kendrick passes out. Didn't tap out, though. The wrestle dude here in uh, chat, they're discussing uh, ways to get Mike into the tournament. So how about Mike attacks Cedric before he reaches gorilla position and Mike takes his place in the tournament? That's, that'd be some expert booking there. And then during the match, they say, hey, I'm sorry, we announced Cedric is dead. Mike Canales is killed. Oh, Brian. now you're just, you're just doing WCW booking. It's not really Exactly, cool, because they watch. They feast. No, they don't. Not at all. 
Uh, <laughs> at the end, the show was announced that Humberto Creo will be taking on Oni Lorcan next week in tournament action. Ooh, Creo's going to win that. As well as Akira Tozawa versus Cedric Alexander. Cedric's going to win that. Both should be quality, quality matches. Yeah, it should be really good. Anyways, question time. Question time. The Demarcus game. Williams. Did we ever find out what the original plan for Gargano, Black, and Champa uh, was going to be if Black never got hurt? Just curious. Thanks, guys. I remember hearing the story. What, what was originally in, in the works for that? Had Alistair not gotten hurt? Because there were. It's going to be a triple threat. Yeah, it's going to be a triple threat a takeover. Yeah. After Champa had won the title. <clears throat> I mean, given where they are at now and what they've done, I find it hard to believe that they probably would have gone a bit more in the direction of DIY sort of being on the same page. Like, mm-hmm. Alistair still wouldn't have had that title, I don't mm-hmm. think. <clears throat> Jeffrey Nguyen, happy birthday to Enforcer Stevie Bradley. Happy birthday to Stevie Bradley. Kelly88, uh, two Super Chats here. One, just money. The other, nice. with comment. Guys, I need to hear Bianca Belair and Matt Riddle having conversations saying, bro. Bro. Uh-uh. Girl. Uh-uh. Bro. Tom Camden, my girlfriend, non-wrestling fan, heard the name Velveteen Dream for the first time the other day and said it sounds like an after-dinner dessert. Now I have that image stuck in my head. I guess like red velvet cake. Can you think of any other wrestlers whose names could be desserts? Well, I mean, depending on how you live your life, cheeseburger. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I just had me a good salad. I'm going to have a, des- a cheeseburger for dessert. Mm. I feel like this should be way easier. Um. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm running through names right now. I'm trying to think of anything that sounds like a cake or a pie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or an ice cream delight. Um. Let's see if Chad has anything. No, nothing. Nothing. All right. Uh, uh, I'll take a little bit of the Jeff Cobb, please. There you go. Jeff Cobb salad. Again, that's, an that's entree. a salad. That's, that's an a entree, salad, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, got, I got nothing. I, ain't nothing I right got now. nothing. Lake Lock. Brutus Beefcake. There you go. Thank you, Wayne Maker. That sounds like, a, that sounds like an entree, too. Yeah, Beefcake. Sounds like a British thing. Sounds like something you get at a pub. It sounds like an, another term for meatloaf. <laughs> right. You want a chicken pot pie or a beefcake? Yeah. I'll take a beefcake. Like Locke, here you go. Buy a toothbrush, Steve. $2 for you to buy a toothbrush. I have one. I just didn't utilize it this morning because I'm disgusting. Uh, Sammy Garcia going into raw math on <clears throat> Vince's singing career. Oh, that's like a two. I would give it like... It'd be sort of like the Benoit legacy. It'd be like in the negatives. Yeah, probably. 
Uh, let's see here. Wolfpack for life. I love this, trying to get in the mind of Dave Meltzer. Do you think Meltzer factors in that NXT wrestlers have multiple months to plan out a match into his star ratings? At times, I think it's unfair to compare NXT to the main roster. I doubt he takes that under consideration. He takes it under consideration or out of consideration? I doubt he that factors into his star ratings, how much prep time they've had. Oh, I don't know. I really doubt it. I think that I think that he probably factors in I he probably places them in the context. I mean, I just I personally I do this when I think of a match. I'm like, wow, that match was great. But you put it sort of in the context of what I've seen before from those individuals. Like if it's a rematch, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, or what I've seen from other matches from those same competitors. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a possibility, I guess. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, Greg Morris, do you think WWE would ever induct a match into the Hall of Fame? Hmm. That's a good idea, but that's I, interesting. But I, I, I don't think that... They've been doing it for, I don't know, well over a decade, almost two decades, I think, inducting talents in the Hall of Fame, and they haven't done the match yet, so I'd be surprised. Yeah. At this rate, Joshua Martinez skipping class because we had two snow days this week. Senioritis in college is more dangerous than in high school. Have you guys watched uh, Wow on Access? Have not. No, yet. I do not have Access. I don't think I do either. Yeah, I don't think I do. Let's check. Wayne Maker, this is Sienna's first going in raw live experience. I'm parenting solo tonight. Can she get a shout out, please? She said that's Bama's daddy and his friend. That's true. That's totally true. Hi, Sienna. Hi, Sienna. And belated happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, Taco Dan, if Sasha and Bailey do defend their titles against an NXT tag team, we kind of answered this earlier, but we can definitively say, would you Sky rather Pirates. see that match? No. No. Oh. Would you rather see that match at a major pay-per-view or a, or a takeover? Takeover. It's takeover. Takeover. Yes. Takeover. All right. Let's see here. Moving on. Uh, oh, ooh, this is a good one. Uh. Good idea. The Cult of False Realities asks... Should they make the Dusty Classic cross-brand next year? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Heck yes. A million times yes. Heck yes. That'd be something else. Who wins the first cross-brand? Mustache Mountain. Undisputed Era. Forgotten Sons. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that'd be good, Redragon. That'd be good. Ah, we want it, see? We bested all you young whippersnappers. Uh, Tim Morris, are there any wrestlers out on the indies that would go straight to Maine, or has everyone of note been snapped up? All right, man, let's take out All Elite Wrestling. Let's take out Impact. Let's take out Ring of Honor. Let's take out New Japan. No, everybody's going to NXT. Everybody's going to NXT. Really? Think so? Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody, no holdouts out there. Mm -mm. Joey Ryan. He wouldn't go to WWE anyways. Everybody's been snapped up, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody that would conceivably maybe go straight to Maine has been snapped up for sure. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Especially if you take Ring of Honor out of the equation. Caljack. Straight to Maine, baby. smart. Straight to Maine. Scorpio 85, when will Walter versus Peter Dune finally happen? Speculate. Well, I can't speculate because I know when it's going to happen. Okay. I'm going to speculate next takeover. All right. <laughs> Nick C, I'm going to Las Vegas Toy Con this weekend to meet some WWE superstars. I'll tweet the photos to you once I get them. Have a good weekend, guys. Hell yeah, man. You have a good weekend. You have a good weekend. Have fun. That sounds like a blast. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Leviathan Bunny. Hey, friendos. Hi. How much shorter do you reckon Gargano and Champa's storyline has been made in light of their very possible full-time call-up to main roster after WrestleMania? Uh, if there wasn't a chance for this call-up, how much more could we have gotten out of this feud? I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Maybe, maybe I'm overthinking this. But I'm kind of curious if Triple H has sort of two roads in mind when he's booking this stuff. Like for a feud is as good as Ciampa Gargano. If he says, you know what? If they don't get called up for two years, this is where I want to take it. 
but this is where I will take it if they get called up at the next thing and I can just convince Vince, hey, I need one more takeover. This is how I can wrap it up in the next takeover or this is the mm-hmm. road. Yeah, or if he's just like, hey, I'm going to keep on booking this out and they get called up, they get called up, I'll figure it out then. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It'd be interesting. He's to got see. a lot on his plate, so yeah, I find no. it hard to believe that he'd have time to do all that. Yeah, no. Um, so assuming they have a match, Mania weekend. Um, if they can hold out till June or May for that takeover, it'd be two years since they broke up. Yeah, if my math is right. Yeah. So. Yeah, kind of feel like yeah. They might be pushing it though. I think. I mean, if if they if. They, I, I get the I get the feeling that if they hadn't had a call up, it probably would have gone another year. I really do. I think they could. I, I think they can get a lot out of this. Oh, they yeah. can get a lot out of it. Yeah. I really do. It'd have been like I wonder if maybe that was a challenge. Like let's see if I can continually keep this interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, let's see if there's any other questions here. Scorpio 85 says uh, LMAO smart asses thumbs up about his uh, Walter versus Peter Dune question yeah yeah uh, Jade is spirited with all these NXT call-ups happening I always wondered who from main roster would better fit NXT take every superstar from the three brands and put them in a pot what would be your? Oh, I am not doing that. Is a lot of work. Wait, what? He said, "What would be your dream NXT Raw SmackDown rosters?" Oh wow, that's a lot of work, Jay. That's a lot. Come at us next time with a question because that is way too much. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, that was crazy. Like we got it took us like thirty minutes to get to NXT, and then like we breezed through everything else. I feel like we missed out on doing ten minutes just on that Eddie Dennis promo alone. Well, I was leaving that to you. You're the Eddie Dennis aficionado between us. I know. Sort of dropped the ball on that you one. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I was I'd, looking forward to that because I'd be like, oh, I'd cool, take this 10 minutes off. My pick torn off. And it took me a year to get, like, what is his story exactly? Is he a headmaster who has beef with I his, feel his, like his they, protégés? They ditched that a long time ago, man. But now he's talking about how he he's got a, he used to have a torn peck and he's coming back strong. Yeah, it's the first mention of the torn peck. And it was kind of confusing whether he had just torn his peck or if it was something previous. Because he said, when I come back. Yeah. Well, you're there already. Well, I think he means when he comes back from his big defeat. He was, he was, he was using his torn peck as a metaphor for defeat and coming back mm. uh, in the same way, coming back from a match is exhausting. Like, dude, everybody else has come back from their takeover matches. You don't really don't have an excuse. Yeah. I know you fought Dave Mastiff, and we actually haven't seen Dave Mastiff since then. No, we haven't but, really. But uh, come on now. Come on back. Yeah, I know. I feel bad. I should have done that earlier. Anyways. Uh, so that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Here's an ad for our Patreon. Remember, today's the last day. If you want that fancy comic book care package, yes. uh, get your pledge in today. Till next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.